comment section was terrifying because it was people that were like, you, you guys think this is real? Or like, it's fake. Earth's flat. I actually saw that comment. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I no. did. No. These people are so confident. That's the scariest part about it is that they are so confidently like, oh, you idiots. Um, you think this is real? They never even made it to the moon. So... <laughs> Like I I'm didn't get that far in the comments because I, I I'll be honest with you I got a little bored <laughs> and I was like they're, I was like they're just arguing about whether or not this is photoshopped or not <laughs> and to me I'm like I don't care because really what I cared about was how pretty it looked just to be floating in space and that's why I wanted you to know it is very pretty but for a moment I was like wow and then I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> like, how did he get back? <laughs> it was one of those people that I was like, "But what is the end of this story?" There was one guy that was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this comment section!" And I thought it was somebody. I was like, "Here's somebody that I'm gonna get along with." And he was like, "I've known this since fourth grade." And I was like, "Oh, no. oh my god!" He was like, "This is not my people." <laughs> He's like, "I am at the wrong party." How did I get here? I think we should let everybody know. <laughs> Before, well, hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hi. We, before we introduce ourselves, let us tell you what we're talking about. Bree and I got into a conversation slash argument yesterday. Mm. She doesn't get it is what I would, is, <laughs> she doesn't get it is what I would like to preface this with. So we were having a conversation on just dying in general. <laughs> Sorry to be so morbid. Wait, how did we get there? Because we even got there in a very weird way. <laughs> you guys would ha be here all day if we tried to walk you through just even a conversation with Bree and I. But long story short, we ended up on the topic of dying and just intentionally in just space. Oh, yeah, because I asked you if you would ever go to space and you were like, absolutely not. I didn't say absolutely not. Okay, fine. Hands Sorry. on my hips. Sorry. And now my hands are on my hips. <laughs> I said... Because we were, I don't, I wish I did know how we got on the topic, but I was talking about how afraid of the ocean and space I am. Yes. But they're both things, even though I'm scared of them in like the same way, or for the same reasons that there's just like, they're limitless or you just don't know. It's the unknown that I hate so much and that freaks me the fuck out. But I could stare at both of them all day. On land, I want to stare. But I think you were saying that you'd prefer the ocean more than space and I was like I would much rather die in space because at the very least you get the view <laughs> you get the view <laughs> and I was just like I mean I don't really like thinking about death <laughs> uh, yes but in general but here's the th I get it but here's the thing you're in the scenario there's no leaving I, I get it you don't like it but here we are we're talking about it basically she was forcing me to talk about death yesterday <laughs> In a fun way. <laughs> in like a, like, I wasn't like, you talk to me it's about not. death. <laughs> we're going to talk about death and we're going to have fun. We are not going to bed <laughs> until you tell me how you want to die. <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. But long story short, I don't think we're on the same page about where we stand with space and water so you guys should let me know, would you rather die in space or would you rather die in water? Let me know in the comments. Yeah, real feel good. <laughs> and, you know, if this is your first time joining us, <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> 
I'm Bree. I'm Abby. And we're your rent-free roommates. <laughs> you get what you paid for. You do. <laughs> we never said it was always going to be pretty. <laughs> Sometimes we make you really think about some existential stuff. <laughs> we do. We go We go there. No. <laughs> but we just want to have those tough talks. <laughs> and that's what you can do with us. <laughs> and if you live with Abby, they're going to happen. <laughs> they will. It's and you're never going to see him coming. But thank you so much for joining us. And I hope that you're still here after that. <laughs> and if this is your first time, how did you feel about that? <laughs> Let us know. How was that for you? <laughs> Hopefully that reeled you in. Because... Have you written your will yet? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how you can let us know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you comment that... Well, you're ahead of the game, but uh, I'm definitely going to follow you. (laughs) I'll tell you that you're my kind of people. If you do want to let us know about that or literally anything else, (laughs) you can follow us and comment on any of our social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you have, if we've conjured up anything, you really need to talk to us. You really want us to, uh, kind of help you unpack everything Mm -hmm. that we just Mm -hmm. uh threw at you you can email us at rentfreeroommates at (laughs) gmail.com i'm happy to go there with you trust me honestly brie will probably appreciate it she'll be like oh my god thank god i can just come home and relax (laughs) but anyway we're so excited to be here today yes very excited hope you enjoyed the last episode We've had a lot of fun since then. I think it was a good week, and I'm still continuing to enjoy this new schedule. I hope you guys are too. If you miss us, that's why we're here. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> and I am so happy to be back, feeling a lot more relaxed with just how everything's going and feeling like I'm getting into my job a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, I would say so. Oh, for anybody that doesn't know, Abby and I work at the same place. Because we just can't get enough of each other. <laughs> yeah. Fuck just living together. <laughs> Let's said. work together. Yeah. And I swear it's a healthy relationship. It really is. I don't even see her at work. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... We have the perfect setup because we do live together, but we're not like sitting right next to each other or we don't... It's only a few times a day maybe exactly. that we see each other. Yeah. And but I'm, that's why it works so well. I'm happy to see her anytime she does come up because it's just me up there. <laughs> and I'm always coming up I'm with some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. Anyway, I would say that you have adjusted very well. Thank you. And that you seem really more confident in your role, I would say. Oh, which is great you. to see. Thank you. I've told a lot of people that too. <laughs> Once again, always the Chris Jenner. She is. <laughs> That's who I am, baby. It's been really fun this time. So this same time last year, I had a contract with them and because it's busy season. And I came back this year, and it was so much fun to be back. But it was really fun because Abby got to train me for some stuff. <laughs> so we really were like the, the just chilling with your best friend in class and trying not to get in trouble. Seriously. <laughs> just like shooting the shit. <laughs> it really did feel like the SpongeBob and Patrick were there in class together. <laughs> Except we don't turn our backs on each other like they did in that episode. No. No. We, like I said, healthy guys. Healthy. (laughs) They just shoot the shit. And, like, 
lucky for me, Bree's the easiest person to train. <laughs> Everything. She just caught right. So it was literally, I shit you not, just a day of hanging out with your best friend and getting paid too. It was so nice. It was beautiful. I literally leave, come back more. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need more training? <laughs> I'm gonna. But yeah, really enjoying ourselves. And it's getting all Christmassy in there now. Mm -hmm. Our friend that decorates the hub place. Oh my God. He does so much work and it looks beautiful. He put in fucking work. Yeah. And I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I, I feel like this is the jolliest I've ever felt this Christmas season. I've decorated my desk. I think I'm just excited mainly because I definitely think... One of my gifts, Christmas gifts is seeing the Impractical Jokers on tour. <laughs> and I'm going to manifest it now. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> Sal, what's up, baby? <laughs> We're going to get married. <laughs> get ready. March 25th, I believe. Hi, Q. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can make that work, too. Let's talk. Call me. <laughs> or follow me. Or follow us. Rent-free roommates. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yes. <laughs> but maybe that's just I have something super excited to look forward to. Is like the next step of meeting the love of my life. Yeah. Perfect. And I do love Who wouldn't be excited? Coming home to our decorated apartment. Fuck yeah. <laughs> We've been on our shit this year with decorations. I've never been more proud of us. Yeah. It, it was like just one right into the other. Yeah. We did a good job. October and fall was Brie and I, and then we fucking tag-teamed Devin into it, mm -hmm. and she did not disappoint with the Christmas decorations. And one of my favorites, all-time <laughs> favorites every year, is our Jason. I know. I giggled when I saw it, and I know we did it last year, but I was like, I just love how festive he is. We <laughs> have a Jason mask and a bust from a film that Brie worked on to try and make the Jason mask, so we just have it set up because it's room decor. It's literally a part of this apartment. Yeah, 24-7. It's got a... Long. The bust has a wig on it. We put hats on it. Sometimes it's a British Jason. <laughs> right now, it's a jolly Jason. Yeah. I'm not even afraid of Jason anymore. It's Jason's like my roommate. <laughs> he somehow looks like he's smiling. In I, th that I, Santa think, I think he's happy here. <laughs> I don't think mother knows best, Jason. You're happier here. And you yeah, guys will to be, be too. An independent away from home. Yeah. You <laughs> with his roommate. Get away from your mother. <laughs> but yeah, I'm feeling it this year. Like, I think probably... When I moved out of my parents, I started to get pretty grumpy and wasn't quite as into the holiday. Because mm -hmm. I'm typically, I, the whole time I lived with my parents, I was very Christmassy because I'm a Christmas baby. So oh, it was are. just like, that was my season. I always got so excited. I used to start listening to Christmas music so early, like October even. Oh, Once. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and... I didn't know that about you. I was I was the decorator, or like I would get so excited to decorate, and w oh my God, I just loved it. And it was because I was always just trying to recreate that feeling. Mm -hmm. I think especially getting older, once you're out of school, that feeling kind of goes away because you don't have that like annual. I don't know. It's just someone to do it for you. Yeah, because <laughs> you you're surrounded by it when you're in school. 
And then in your, as you're in a, when you're an adult, you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's exhausting. And then you realize, oh, my God, there's almost nothing to be happy about. Yeah. But fuck <laughs> it. We find things to be happy about, and we have this year. <laughs> so that's important. So we're excited. But definitely the, with the change of <laughs> the holidays with adulthood, there's a lot of shit that comes with it. And mm-hmm. some of those changes you never see coming. Some of them... Maybe you couldn't wait for. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you couldn't wait to be independent mm-hmm. and be making the decisions. But I know, and sometimes the holidays are hard for people. So we have some stories about that mm-hmm. and want to get into that. If Again, if you guys have anything you want to talk about to us, anything you want to write us about, if you want advice, if you want to let us know that you're doing something different, mm-hmm. you're being independent yeah. and kind of trying things on your own, proud of yourself, let us know. We're here to cheer you on and here to just make you hopefully a little less lonely around the holidays. We're here for you. And we want to hear about it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, like we always say. Let us know. Write us, roommates at gmail.com. But on that note, let's get into this. Yes. So do I. Is that what that is? Uh, well, actually, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> because first off, I've had a lazy eye and had my eyes, my eyes been so fucked for how long? Obviously forever. And I'm just now being like, is that what that is? I'm 27. That is so concerning. I think I, I need to take more interest in myself. It always takes me too long, so we don't have time for it, but I eventually always figure out, even without looking it up, I'll remember what an astigmatism is. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to think about it real hard. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. I have no words, obviously, as you saw. Okay. To go home for the holidays or not to go home for the holidays. Like many of us here, I really struggle with what to do for the holidays. I was planning to go home multiple states away this Christmas, mostly because both of my siblings will be there and my grandparents are getting up in age and I do love them. So I figured it'd be nice to hug them and see them because who knows how much longer they'll be around. But the more that I really imagine going, the more dread I feel. An expensive flight and a logistical hassle, all to be around my mother's abusive energy, have no real emotional connection, and just to have surface-level connection with my extended family. My therapist asked me what, if anything, would make the trip feel better. Should I decide to go? Basically, what are my biggest sticking points? And the first that came to me was gifts. I do not want gifts. Christmas morning is a huge part of my family's Christmas experience, and I'm noticing I just want absolutely nothing to do with it. I don't want to worry about getting people gifts this year, and I definitely don't want to receive my mother's depressing, impersonal material gifts. So I sent a really thoughtful text to my family's group thread, sharing how I was excited to see them, but I really am dreading gifts, and how they would feel about doing quality time-based gifts instead, to play a board game or do acts of service for each other. I got zero response from either of my parents, even after following up the next day and asking again, completely ignored. And they even sent something else to the group chat hours later, so they definitely saw my message. 
I'm just fucking sick of this. Why am I bothering to try and connect with people who have no desire to even hear what's going on for me, who literally pretend they can't hear me when I try to have an open and respectful conversation about how our relationship could work better? I feel so depressed imagining staying home, though. I have no alternate plans and no spouse or even pets or anything. The idea of just sitting in my apartment on Christmas feels so lame and brings up so much grief about the idea that I don't have anyone. But maybe I need to do that, to just rip off the band-aid and stop feeling like I have to go and be with family. I would love to hear any empathy, similar stories, or just kindred support. I appreciate you. Well, thank you for sharing. I know that's not easy. And it's definitely a difficult situation to be in. I I feel like this year I've been doing a lot of thinking, I think inspired just hearing stories like yours and probably mostly when I was reading Jeanette McCurdy's book. I It just made me think a, a lot about how societally we all kind of put our families, like the families we're born into, on a pedestal when... That's not something you chose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you didn't choose to be part of your family. You didn't choose to have the interactions with your family that you do or to have the parents that you do or to be treated that way. And I think the definition of family needs to be thought of differently. I think you have relatives and you have family. I think your family are the people who are there for you, who love you the way family should that doesn't have to mean that it's your relatives and that it's mm-hmm. the people that you grew up with. It could very well also mean that too. Right. But that's just what the definition of family is. I, th- I don't think blood has anything to do with it. I think you're yeah. correct there. If they happen to be blood and fit into that, fucking awesome. Wonderful. Right. That's all the better. I'm happy to hear that. But if not, I think it's fair to say that's not family. That's just bloodline, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And you shouldn't be forced to spend time with anybody that's going to make you miserable or make you feel bad. or and, and I get where you're coming from with wanting to see, like, your grandparents, anybody that you do have a good relationship with. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But if everything is so emphasized during the holidays, is that when you have to be seeing those people? Exactly. And I'm curious if, you know, you... You did call out that it was your grandparents you did want to see. And I'm wondering if you can't plan a trip at a later date when there's possibly a little less chaos. Mm -hmm. Flights maybe go down. You're in a better place. But I think prioritizing yourself and your mental health is more important at the moment. And I think you're there's still stuff you could do in the meantime to let your grandparents know you're thinking about them and love them, especially if you're wanting to do something quality based. I really like to do that for people, too. So I look for really meaningful gifts as an example. Mm -hmm. Uh, One Mother's Day, I just got my mom a heart locket necklace that had a picture of her mom and her when she was a little girl in it. So just something, you know, obviously it did cost money, but it wasn't about the money. It was about the sentiment. And Mm -hmm. I think those are fine gifts to give, too. And it doesn't have to be something that you buy. You can make it. It can be anything that reminds you of them. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that's something you could do for them. And then at a later date, potentially plan some quality time. But yeah. I think this time is your time. Mm-hmm. 
And to your point earlier, Brie, I think we both have prioritized a lot this year. I had a similar experience where I didn't go on a family vacation Mm -hmm. earlier this year. And that was a huge deal for me because I'd never not gone on a family vacation with everybody. And I have nieces and nephews, too, that I love to spend time with and I don't get to because I'm in the city. She's a very good aunt, you guys. I have to cut in and just say that. Like, she's so cute. She loves these kids to death. And she's very good to them. <laughs> but so I know that it was not an easy decision for you to make. Yeah. So if Bree can attest to that, but correct. It was not an easy decision to make. I was really pulling at the heartstrings here. I also didn't have any vacation time. That's another thing. But I still don't <laughs> think I would have gone if that were the case. But I just wasn't in a place where I, to to your point earlier, to the writer, the money going into it and the money to spend not having a good time and your free time, I just made the decision that it wasn't worth it. Like I wasn't going to be benefiting what I'm putting into it and it just wasn't enough for me. We, I was, was not at a good place. I'm in a much better place with them currently, but it was not a good time and I just didn't see the benefit of spending my money to potentially have a bad time and why would I want to use my free time for that yeah yeah I remember saying similarly to another vacation that you chose to not go on where it was you felt like you were losing money and you were like should I just go luckily I think everything worked out with that but it was kind of that same thing where it's like why spend so much money because that's always such a big stressor for anybody. Mm-hmm. Why spend so much money to be miserable? You're not going to enjoy yourself. So if anything, treat yourself. <laughs> like in that situation, I was like, it, can you tr- change this trip and do something different on your own and have fun on your own? So with this, it's I think similarly, you don't have to spend all that money that you're kind of, if you're stressing about it or if you're like really strapped right now because... <laughs> I am, so I feel you. But create your own traditions, you know? I think that yes. eventually needs to start at some point if, you, if you're making that decision to distance yourself from old ways, old traditions mm-hmm. with your relatives. And you should be spending the holidays with family, chosen family, the people who have earned that title of mm-hmm. family whether they're blood related or not. And I think maybe it's a slow start, but figuring that out. And I know that you're not alone in being alone on the holidays. I know that there are people that don't, one, that don't celebrate it, and two, that are in similar situations as you. So I wonder if there's something out there, some kind of community or something you can find to join that or maybe just a bunch of people that get together it's very interesting that you say that because I was also thinking that I used to be a server at downtown and one of my days that I worked was Christmas day and I the place where I served just also happened to have a movie theater in there too but that was such a busy day for us oh yeah so crazy busy and I agree when like agree wholeheartedly with Bree's point of I think you'd be surprised the community that's out there if you go looking for it 
so maybe go see a movie maybe go to so the place that i worked at was a bowling alley slash bar i mean you can do that i'm not saying go drink if you want to do it fuck it (laughs) you know if that's what something that's gonna help you or if that's how you want to spend the day fine but you can also go bowling there's definitely a lot out there that's open on those days too so worth looking into those alternative options i bet there's groups out there for people you can talk to but if that's not something you're interested in i think you could also make traditions within your home for the meantime too i mean Mm -hmm. what how would you want to spend Christmas as a kid? Like, what would you want the day to look like? Mm -hmm. I think that could be a great place to start for yourself. If you're going to end up staying alone, like, how would you want to wake up? What would you want to wake up to? What would you want to watch? What would you want to eat? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Make like a really good Christmas morning casserole or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like just comfort food because you deserve it (laughs) and I know it's easier said than done because we all do put a lot of pressure and emphasis on ourselves and the experiences that we're having around the holidays and it's hard to not think back to childhood when everything was so easy and like magical and because the experience was being created for you by parents and teachers and just all the people around you but I, I think you can find your own comfort and in, in new traditions mm-hmm. and find your own fun. And you deserve to be doing something that you enjoy. It's It really is going to come down to perspective. I, it, yes. Maybe this first year, if you do go through with it and don't go home and kind of start your own traditions, maybe the first one will be the hardest. It but, will be. Yeah. It will be. But... I think you can it'll get better from there and you can always i mean we have technology now you can facetime family and that's still withholding your boundary that you're setting for yourself but i think i mean abby can speak to this more than i can how how do you go about setting those boundaries how have you in the past i think it's a i think it's just facing the reality the aspect of it and the idea of breaking a cycle that you've been so viciously in like I've had past experiences where I looked back on previous vacations and they just weren't fun and I'm like why do I keep investing Mm -hmm. my time into these things that aren't changing similar to the writer of a mother who show has shown her behavior how she cares for her she can't meet your emotional needs so it's just having to break a cycle and facing the reality of the situation that I mean it really can't get better if you keep facing the same situation and not standing up for yourself because although it is difficult I try and think about how I feel when I leave situations and I felt really good about where it was a difficult decision to make but I felt good about it and I felt proud of myself and I felt like I respected myself and how I felt and I was putting myself first because did I want to? No. Did I get like a lot of pushback? Yes. And it was really difficult to hold my ground, but it just came of like how much longer am I going to continue not listening to my wants and my needs? Yeah. And I think that's really important thing to focus on here is what do you want? What do you need? And it doesn't sound like your current situation and stance with your family is what you need or want. So I would really urge you to listen to yourself from within. Mm-hmm. 
and trust it. You feel this way for a reason, stand behind it. And if you hate it, then I guess you'll just go to the next Christmas and you won't miss another one. Or maybe you, it'll help you become stronger. But I do think this would be the hardest one. Yeah. And don't, don't just stay inside all day and Mm-mm. kind of dwelling on it and thinking about, that's just going to make you upset. You do deserve to have fun. I know that Abby, you just kind of teetering and thinking out loud and we're like, I'm not going to go. I don't think I'm going to go. I was always very impressed. The, the times when you've done it, I'm very impressed and I'm really proud of you for setting that boundary. And it's, there's a lot of strength in that. Like it, it takes a lot and it's so important for yourself, for you and for growth, Mm -hmm. for you to start moving on. And I think it's, I I don't know. You, I I have a feeling you've probably done this yourself writer (laughs) that you've kind of teetered with this idea and talked about it a lot. Actually doing it is not only going to, I think kind of prove it to yourself or show yourself, but it's finally, it's making a statement to your family. And I'm so sorry that they ignored you in the family thread, but it's going to be hard to ignore this and you deserve to be noticed and for your boundaries to be realized and heard and respected. And like you said, there is going to be pushback. There will be because nobody wants to, nobody wants to hear how their actions made you feel, especially when they're negative. And that's going to be where this is coming from, to be honest with you. But you just need to stand strong and Mm -hmm. understand that you're feeling this way for a reason. They're valid. They made you, they made you feel this way. You you did not make them. You did not ask to feel this way. Mm -hmm. But this is your reaction to the way people treat you. And if the very least, that'll be a wake-up call. Yeah. And it is not your job to make somebody else feel better for the way that they made you feel and the way that you're reacting to it. They should react to it negatively. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They made you do this. You made this decision for yourself to, for the distance and for not going home, but it's not out of nowhere. Exactly. It's not, yeah, you're not asking who wants to be strained from their family. Nobody, nobody wants that. So don't beat yourself up for feeling that way. Nobody wakes up and just says, you know what? Fuck my family. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're not Kevin like, I made my family disappear. (laughs) Like like what they do. I don't know. They told me to go to bed early. (laughs) Right. Like, oh, yeah, tough life, kiddo. (laughs) (laughs) No, we support you fully. And I do, I do hope that you do this for yourself because I think it's a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Truly, whatever choice you make is the right one for you. I think trust your gut and you're gonna, you're gonna make the right choice. Because if you do go home to see the family that you really want to see, that's totally understandable, too. Yeah. And at the very least, If you don't go home, know that you've got a family here with us. Always. We're here for you. Good luck. Thank you so much for letting us talk about this. Happy holidays. I really wish you all the best, and I really want to hear about the new traditions that you start with yourself if you do choose that path. Yeah, and always let us know if you want to talk. 
yeah. not just you, but everybody. Yeah. I do know that one. Stressy Street. <laughs> I live. I live on that street. I live there. We I own a, property. I have a penthouse on Stressamy Street. It's a good view. Was, oh my god. Oh god. I meant the count on Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> but it has been Stressamy Street for me lately. It's just so funny because I'm like, I'm like, Brie doesn't work for Count Dracula. <laughs> it's all those spaces. Why is he taking so long to count? It's stressing me out. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> anyway, oh. told family I wouldn't be home for the holidays and managed to avoid the bait. I sent a text to a couple of family members telling them I was declining all offers for holidays because of the level of hurt and sadness the family makes me feel. My mom took it as a moment to tell me that she walks on eggshells with me because I set boundaries and don't let her just say whatever she feels and get away with it, and that she has hurt and sadness too. I desperately wanted to go off on her about how I have literally hid myself my whole life and have had fear used as means of control over me and that the message wasn't directed at her specifically, but the whole family. I didn't though. I just told her happy holidays and that I love her. I don't want to fight and I don't want to play the who is right game when my setting a boundary comes with a retaliation. I'm incredibly anxious now, so I'm going to play some video games for Thanksgiving and try to mentally work on stuff without just crumpling into panic. This is the first time I've ever straight up told family it was their fault I wouldn't be somewhere. It's both liberating and terrifying. I love this. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm proud of you. That's huge. I bet it was really, really hard. Yeah. But I bet it felt good. Especially to not take that bait. Yeah. I don't know that I have that strength. <laughs> I don't know that you do either. No, oh, I'm just fight. kidding. No, you do. You do, Brie. You have a lot of strength. Shush. But you do too. Yeah. I'm I'm really, really proud of you. And if you heard the last person's story, you know that I've been there too. And it feels great. It's really scary to say it too. And especially to make that leap. And it's, it's harder getting there, but afterwards, it does feel good. Yeah. I'm not saying that, like, you know, you, it doesn't come with sadness because not everything that you do is going to feel amazing. Yeah. But there's definitely a lot of positives to look at here. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're aware of that, too. I, I was going to say. I like that you definitely know where the strength comes, but you're still mindful of, you know, and you're allowing yourself to feel that, too. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. There's a, there's like in this very short email, I see so much growth. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah. I love you for not, I'm so proud of you for not only doing it, but for recognizing it and giving yourself mm-hmm. that credit. That's huge. And you deserve to enjoy yourself. I'm so glad that you stepped away. You said what you said. You ended conversation and you stepped away and did something that you enjoy to make yourself feel better because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's really good to see people like I feel so often you hear about the woes with people 
and it's kind of hard to ever see if they go through with something or not and then the aftermath of it too to be there from literally start to finish Mm -hmm. and I'm always really proud of people that stand true to themselves too especially when they come from situations where they normally would take the bait like you said it sounds like you know this is something that's happened you Mm -hmm. were kind of gaslit as well the situation was completely flipped and wasn't even turned into so sorry that we made you feel that way like what can we do to combat that it was about this is here's what you do and here's how it makes me feel well and it was so interesting to me that your mother went straight to in defense mode you explained like it was a general statement but she took it real personal. Yeah. So, so what clearly, she's feeling, she knows. Yeah. She's aware. Yeah. Clearly she has something that you she plays feels yourself. she needs to be defensive yeah. about. Yeah. So I, and mm, I hate when people do that. I hate when people use their own pain to try and dismiss somebody else's or to be like, well, I have a hard time too. Yeah. That's valid. Sure. You Already. do. You do. But your bad time does not allow, that doesn't give you the right to make my time harder or to take it out on me. I agree. I, I really, it is the worst argument you could ever play on me because I am at such a point in my life where I really, I'm just, I see people for what they are and how they respond to those situations. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely not your fault for what happens to you, how you're raised, what you're born into, what you go through. It's not, but it is your responsibility to how you respond to that. Mm -hmm. You will let things dictate you. And what your mother is doing is letting situations that she's been in life just completely dictate how she treats you and takes no ownership. Mm Mm-hmm. She's of, taking her hurt. Yeah, you. she's taking no ownership of that and no acknowledgement. And unfortunately, you can see where the unworked on versions of her are if she can't acknowledge her own child's needs. Right. And it's disappointing. And that's why I'm kind of all the more proud of you. Because in that regard, I, I mean, I wouldn't want anybody in that situation to have your feelings not heard and or just dismissed and completely just, well, well what about me here? Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds like a very terrible situation, and I mean, I wouldn't want to be in it, so I can only imagine how you felt. Right. I'm so glad you're distancing yourself from that. And to anybody, because I think anybody in that situation who's grown up in that situation that and treated that way, especially gaslighting like that, it is so easy to internalize it and to feel guilty and to feel like, to maybe not even have to hear that from somebody else. You're so conditioned to have those thoughts yourself and be like, oh, well, they're hurting. They're just doing this because they're hurt or they went through this. Yeah. And it's, and like. Well, we can understand that. Right. And I don't remember if I've said it on this podcast yet or not, but my, my favorite thing to say to that type of thinking is somebody else's broken leg does not make your broken arm hurt any less. So like we can all have pain. We all have different pain, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't make any, just because somebody has it worse does not mean that what you're going through doesn't hurt also. Or that you can unleash it on somebody else. Right. It makes zero sense. We can absolutely understand where a person is coming from, but that doesn't mean I have to be okay with it. 
Right. And that doesn't mean you have to be. We can understand and acknowledge your mother's woes and her strifes in life and what she's gone through. If it was fair, if she's gone through something that she hasn't healed from, that's acknowledgeable. And Mm -hmm. we can fully acknowledge that that is something that she didn't deserve. But it doesn't mean that it should be taken out on you. Because I don't want this to come off like, fuck your mom. (laughs) No. Because, I mean, I don't know her. And... I don't want to just sit here dissing a person I don't know. Right. But I will say that from what you've told us thus far, I'm not her biggest fan. No. <laughs> and I but I and I don't wish any ill will on her, but I, I mean I want her to heal herself so that she can mend a relationship with a child mm-hmm. so that you will want to come home on the holidays. I mean, that's what every parent wants. And I think that's a little bit of what's going on here too, is she's realizing I think you're facing her. You're giving her a good dose of reality mm-hmm. of what her actions are going to do to her relationships. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she's ever had anybody stand up to her like that before. Right. I. It sounds like she's conditioned to think that the amount of love she receives from somebody is the amount of just kind of upset somebody will be in response to whatever she says to get that rise out of somebody. And you're not giving that to her. You're taking away her power. Yeah. And I, I applaud you for that. Like, I, we are so proud of you. And I hope that other people are inspired by this. Anybody else going through similar situations, I hope they're inspired by this because this is such a, it's such a great example to set. But it's also just such a good thing you're doing for yourself. It's a tremendous sign of growth, too. Mm-hmm. Because you start setting a one boundary then you're going to start setting multitude of boundaries. And then you're going to start having a clear idea of who you are and how you want to be treated as a person. I think this is opening a really tough chapter of life, potentially. I'm not saying it's easy. I make it sound like sunshine and rainbows. It's really Mm. difficult because in setting boundaries, you're going to see how a lot of relationships for what they really are. Yeah. And I mean, as an example of what we're seeing here with your mom, I mean, you're setting a boundary and how she's responding to that is telling us a lot too. Yeah. And that's really unfortunate, but it's telling you what you need to know and what you don't need in your life as a human being. You, I mean, it sounds cliche here, but we really do only get one life. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, it's a work in progress even for myself, but I'll be damned if I keep spending it with people who aren't good for me yeah who don't benefit me in some way or the other I feel like I myself have gone through a lot of woes in just either it's family relationships friend relationships like significant other relationships in the last year and it's not been easy I've been really sad but it's taught me a lot about myself and I was telling Brie earlier that I feel like this is the strongest I've ever felt mentally and physically (laughs) and I mean, I I still have to work on it every day, still setting boundaries for myself. There's still a lot of areas, especially in like personal relationships that I see where I'm still lacking in my boundary setting because I feel this need to please, but I'm Mm -hmm. conscious of that. And that's the important part. And that's what you are too. So I think this is just going to open up more doors for you in life to where you could be improving on that. And I think it's, I think you're on a really great road. Definitely. We, I don't know why, I guess, I mean, just history, really. It's, it's, it's older than all of us. The way that we put families on a pedestal or family members on a pedestal 
when I, I'm going to double down on saying people need to earn that. People need to earn the title of family. Oh, yeah. I I love that you've been really saying that this entire episode because I I couldn't agree with you more. It's a fabulous point. Family does not mean blood all the time. Right. Like, as you're growing up, I hope that your parents are are being setting good examples and things like that. But if they're not, that's when it comes in. Like once you have the ability to be figuring out your own situation and your own life and your own, and the people that you want around you that they need to earn that. Mm-hmm. And this is just such a great way of showing them like, I'm not just going to let you, I'm not just going to sit there and take it. I mean, it's just not enough to have the same last name anymore is what you're telling them. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. Cause there is so much, I'm sorry that I keep bringing up Jeanette McCurdy's book, but it like, it really affected me and it really just, it was, it's a fabulous book. And I think so many people need to read it. (laughs) Everyone needs to read that book because it, even if you don't have the severity of a relationship that she had, it's the way that she talks about growing up and the way that she talks about responding to her, her mom's behaviors and things like that. You can find things. I was even finding things where I was like, oh my God, I would react to, that's why I react to certain things now the way that I did, but I don't have like, it's, it's nothing like what her family dynamic was, but it's just, there's something to be said about how people raise kids and like, and just that, it's a hard fucking job. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's easy and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I would be amazing at it or that I know exactly how to mm-hmm. do it. But that's something that needs to be thought about <laughs> when you're going to have a kid is the way that you react, that you react to things for them as a kid is going to affect who they are as an adult. It's crazy. I never thought about that until like this last year, how important it is that when you are young, your parent, I'm sorry, fucking psychology 101 here, but like (laughs) really it is crazy how when you say certain things to kids, how it will latch on because I'm like, I definitely do this because of certain things in my childhood Mm -hmm. that I'm just like, whoa, it's crazy that that one particular moment has surfaced throughout my entire life because of that. Yeah. It's extremely important. And if you can't be that for somebody, don't be surprised when they want to walk away. Right. So I guess all that to say, don't feel guilt to anybody making this change and do and setting this boundary and sticking to it. Don't be hard on yourself for making that choice. There's people out there that's not going to understand the choice that you're making, but they lived a very different life than you did and they don't know the half of it. Yeah. So you know what brought you to this point. And you deserve to make that decision for your own protection, Mm -hmm. your own mental health, and your own happiness. And I just, we we applaud you because this is a great first step. And we know that it's a huge leap to take. And we're so happy that you did. (laughs) And I hope that you have a wonderful holiday doing what you want and doing what makes you happy with the people that make you happy. And I would love to hear from you what your plans are. Like for our other writer, just kind of share your knowledge and share, share what you're doing. Let's create a little community of our own. Seriously. And find people that are alone on the holidays and be alone together (laughs) and just kind of make a little not home for the holiday group and 
share what your plans are and who you're hanging out with or who you've found or if you've been doing this for a while share your knowledge and share absolutely great point once again Bree, you are just crushing <laughs> it you. with your points today oh my gosh i i, I agree with everything Bree has said for the last two minutes or so because <laughs> she i she was just making point after point and i was like yes i just nodding my head like a proud mom but i i think this should there's something to say for the writer before yours because i mean just to show you, you know, it, it is difficult. We're not saying it's not. And this writer is saying that too, but they did it. And mm-hmm. and this is, this can show you the aftermath of what you're feeling and how though, like it can make you feel. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely a great story to follow up mm-hmm. with too. I, I'm, I'm really happy that we got to go to this so that the writer beforehand could also see somebody who who made that difficult decision and how their feelings after making that decision were and what they were feeling right I think it's really great insight for them to have and I I hope it's helpful in making you feel like you're not alone the both of you yeah it's really important and I'm really happy that we were able to find two people me too Thank you guys so much for letting us discuss this trusting us with this and proud of you both for doing it or even thinking about it and thinking about putting yourself first it's definitely easier said than done Mm -hmm. but there is proof out there that it can be done and there are people doing exactly what you're thinking about doing so I hope that to the first reader I hope that this kind of inspired you and makes you feel better about any decision that you make and to this reader too, I hope I hope you also feel a little less alone too, and knowing yeah. that there are people who feel like you too, mm-hmm. and you know it just goes to show there's a lot of people who can feel the same way in this world and be going through similar things. And part of the reason I love that we do this podcast is because it can bring people together too, and that's what we really want. We hope you both know that you do have a family here, yeah, and you can always reach out to us too. If you want to let us know your plans, if you want to talk to us, anybody, the door is always open, except at night, Bree's a great closer. (laughs) She closes this apartment down like a motherfucker. So I just checked the knob. As long as you're there before Bree checks the knob and deadbolt, (laughs) stay. And if you don't want to stay, you can follow us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> on our social media we are rent-free roommates everywhere except twitter we're rent-free roomies <laughs> oh oh my gosh you guys update from last week we heard back from some of our roomies um and thank you guys so much to both of our roommates <laughs> that uh that responded back to us after the episode it made our week like we were over the moon (laughs) we were on cloud night like don't talk to me (laughs) nothing can bring me down right now yeah (laughs) hanging up the phone on people if they were talking to me with any type of tone like fuck you i have writers (laughs) but thus far it sounds like everything's going great with the couple (laughs) yes you guys i know you were on the edge of your seat and Brie and I are invited to the wedding. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> when that See wedding happens. You in the UK. <laughs> and our other roomie, I got I'm so proud of you too. And I have to share some Oh yeah. <laughs> She's a bad bitch. 
So if you listened last week, you know about the roommate who December 1st, she was taking everything over. It is after December 1st, and we heard about it. Yes. <laughs> she said, update. Because she's a grade A text fighter, I refused to engage with her and kept saying we can discuss in person. Power stairs are my specialty, and I was born to negotiate. <laughs> she comes over with her boyfriend. All right, girl's got a mouthpiece. I can handle that. So now I have two morons in my soon-to-be <laughs> solo apartment. Okay. <laughs> she did her best to look me in the eye and say, I have already done my part by paying rent even though I wasn't here. Pause for reaction, which I did not expel in my facial expression. <laughs> I say, yes, and you're supposed to, because you have a commitment until December 1st. I shit you not. She responds with, for rent, yeah, okay, but for utilities, that's not in our contract. So this brings up your point of the utilities contract, which doesn't exist, but definitely does exist. Why aren't utilities taken as serious as rent? She pays for the room, but like you said, Pretty sure something is keeping your room from freezing. That something costs money. What makes this better? Boyfriend no name butts in and says, are you really going to make her pay for heating this place? Your Mm. bill was $20 more this month. (laughs) Cue me giving him the hand with zero eye contact as I say, excuse me, you do not live here. Thank you. (laughs) I love that. That was my favorite part. Yes, I know mine too. (laughs) I remind her it's November, which is colder than October and September, Mm -hmm. and we know the bill goes up in the winter. I'm sure both ran out of the illogical points they discussed on the way over here, so with that, she kind of gave up. I love that line, too. Because we all know they were like hyping each other up. We're like having this fight before it happens. (laughs) She threw her hands up and said, Well, fine, if you're not going to pay it, I'll get on Facebook tonight and find a random to sign my lease. Cannot make this shit up. (laughs) My yikes smirk was saying a prayer for her boyfriend, who is about to become her new roommate. (laughs) (laughs) You seeing this, buddy? (laughs) This is going to be six months. (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) Get a good look at your future. (laughs) The only reason. (laughs) Yeah, do not expect to be paying any less than. That bill will always be itemized. The only reason I got to pay only half of the utilities was because they were in her name and I Venmoed her. You should both know it's December 1st, and even though I'm broke as fuck now, (laughs) I am much happier without her and her I have a new dog bullshit. I send this to you while sitting by the Christmas tree I was prepared to not put up this year (laughs) because there'd be a fucking puppy forcibly (laughs) living with me and eating my preschool ornaments. (laughs) Thanks for having my back, ladies. Oh, my God. I love it so much. (laughs) I want to hear it again. (laughs) I know. I want to fall asleep to it. Oh, her painting (laughs) the picture at the end, which is like. Yeah, bitch, you should write. mm, I love it. Just like so excited for you and your Christmas tree and loving your solo apartment. So happy for you. And thank you so much for sharing. Cause like I said, oh my God, we're still giddy over it clearly. So, oh yeah. I want you to know, I, I pulled my manager aside 
and read her this. I want you guys to know. I have shared. And this is how important it is to us. We really do love hearing from everybody. Yes. It makes our day, truly. We love doing this and we love knowing it, it just solidifies why we do what we do when we get those updates. So anybody that's ever written us or future writers, always f- know that you can reach back out. It's not yeah. a one-time deal with us. No way. Brie and I, come on, we've been together for years. <laughs> we're go- we're not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> that was not planned. It <laughs> never is. But the sentiment is real. (laughs) It really is. We're not. And we feel so lucky to be doing this and that everybody has trusted us so far. So thank you to everybody listening. Thank you to anybody who's new here. Yes. And once again, if you have anything that you want to discuss with us, big, small, important, little, feel free. Always. We're here. Rentfreeroommates at gmail.com, guys. Please let us know. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. We're not going to see you yeah. until after Christmas. Whatever holiday it is that you celebrate, I hope you Maybe enjoy you it. Yeah. I hope you enjoy your time in this crazy, hectic season. And we're coming up on New Year. Next episode will be just before the New Year. It will. That's really exciting. 2022 is almost out of here. <laughs> we want to hear about that. Let us know. What are you looking? Are you looking forward to 2023? Are you scared? I'm a little bit. I just never know. I have trust issues. (laughs) I don't fucking care anymore. I just can't believe I'm still here. (laughs) But however you choose to spend your time and celebrate whatever it is you celebrate, we do hope you have a happy, safe holiday, holiday season. Can't wait to talk to you guys again. Proud of you all. And we wish you all the best. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.